Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 8 of the Blondes World podcast. I have tried to record this introduction probably about three times now, but I keep rambling. But in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the pros and cons of calorie counting. You may know if you've listened to my previous episodes that I suffered with bulimia, so I was counting calories quite intensely and I have also spent time away from calorie counting. So I really do understand the pros and cons for people in different circumstances. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. But I just want to say as well, I'm so, so sorry that there was not a podcast episode last week. I had a bit of a crazy week and work has just been a bit mental recently. Um, If you guys have listened, I am a shift worker. I work shifts, I work night shifts, 12 hours. So sometimes I can go a bit MIA and off the grid. But apologies, hopefully that won't happen again. I am going to try and record a few episodes to get them up every Wednesday at 1pm as promised. But anyway, let's get straight into this episode. So as I mentioned, I have previously counted calories. Um, I started my fitness journey counting calories. So I probably counted calories from 2013 until 2017. So a good chunk of time. And during that time, I found that I really liked counting calories to begin with. I found it really useful, but towards the end, it was a bit detrimental to my mental health and the way that I looked at food itself. So I currently don't count macros. However, I have actually thought about recently that I might start counting again, just because I wanna make sure that I'm getting enough protein especially now that I'm focusing more on health and healing my hormones and my PCOS and things like that. I just want to make sure that I'm getting enough protein, not overloading on carbs and getting a good amount of healthy fats in. I'm not really necessarily looking at calorie, like a calorie target, but probably more a protein target, which is definitely something that I would recommend to people as well. If you are not a fan of calorie counting, but just count your food but you're you're just focusing on the protein target and I also just want to have a little chat about calories on menus like this I can't remember when this come in now actually I think maybe last year or earlier this year it's definitely quite a newish thing it can't have been last year it must have literally been earlier this year it has to be Um, But yeah, so it was still quite a new thing and it's still taking some time to adapt to. Even now, like I have fully recovered. I don't have a bad relationship with food. I'm very much intuitive eating. Like if I fancy something, I'll have it. I won't restrict myself too much. But even having that history and seeing the calories on menus, it still hits a nerve inside me. And it, it does bother me a little bit because calories on a menu they're just a number there's there's no information about what calories are like how much protein carbs and fats is in that meal it's just telling people that there's 600 calories in this meal to some people that might sound like loads and to other people that might not sound like that much so there's no actual educational information about calories and what people should be aiming towards roughly and 
just want to remind people that everyone's calorie intake is going to be completely different. There's so many calorie counter apps and stuff out there. You can count, you can calculate, sorry, your calories so easily. But at the end of the day, that calorie counter calculator, God, so many C's, um, isn't going to know you. It's just doing it kind of generally based on your weight, your height and your activity level. Whereas when you have like an online coach and stuff, they're taking a little bit more consideration about your sleep, about your your work and your lifestyle, etc, etc. So I'm not a fan of calories on a menu. I think there has to be a little bit more context behind what they mean and what you should be aiming for and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, I'm going to start with the pros of calorie counting because I do believe there are good things about it. And then we'll go into like the bad things after. So first of all, when you are counting calories, it's a great way to understand how much is actually in foods. Bringing it back to menus, if you've got a 600 calorie pasta, if you didn't have the calories on that menu, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know what you're actually eating. And maybe you've had a pizza earlier that day for lunch or you've had a, a really big breakfast at a cafe or something. So I think it definitely opens your eyes to how much and how little as well is in certain foods for sure. And it kind of gives you that controlled environment. It also just allows you to kind of like eat what you want. I don't know if you've heard the phrase, if it fits in your macros. It's a very big thing on Instagram now and I don't know how I feel about it. We won't go into that though, because that's not what we're here for. But basically, if you've got a a calorie target of 15, 1600 calories, which is very low by the way, um, and you have had your breakfast, lunch and dinner, you've had a snack, but you've got 300 calories spare to have another snack. If you can fit that snack within 300 calories into your calorie amount for the day then bob's your uncle funny's your aunt you've hit your pro you've hit your macro goal goal sort of thing you've hit your calories so it's really good for people that are in a deficit because they can kind of have that controlled environment but still eat things that they enjoy eating they can still eat that little bit of chocolate if it fits in within their calories if that makes sense it also just helps people reach their goals a little bit quicker because it is a controlled environment you're eating the same amount every day, you're exercising regularly, hopefully you're sleeping well, you know. You've got all of those factors that are going to contribute. And when you are counting calories and you know exactly how much is going in and into your body, you are more likely to reach your goal within a sufficient time frame. But again, it depends on the person, it depends on their wants, their needs, their lifestyle. Okay, every client of mine is very different. Some people count, some people don't, some people are in a reverse dieting phase, some people are in a maintenance, like some people don't track at all. It's all just kind of about lifestyle choices. It also just helps people keep to their plan. It makes them a little bit more accountable, it gives them a target to work towards, and I think people look at food differently, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But like I said, everyone is different. Everyone's pe Some people calorie count for years and years and years and don't have a bad relationship with food. They can come off calorie counting and not affect them at all. For me, it was different. Like not counting calories stressed me out. But at the same time, counting calories stressed me out. So I was just 
it just didn't work for me as an individual but I know a lot of people that calorie count and they they can do it for years and years it doesn't affect them and then they can come off for six months and be completely fine and it not affect them and they just roughly know what to eat I think that is really beneficial though when you have tracked for a, a good period of time at least say three months to six months you kind of learn what's in food and then you can take calorie counting away and eat intuitively knowing that you're going to be getting enough proteins fats and carbs so I do think that's really good it is quite versatile in that sense that once you've done it for a good amount of time you can move away from it and like I said it just allows you to kind of eat within what you actually like rather than a meal plan I know a lot of coaches kind of give specific meal plans which I really really don't agree with if your coach or personal trainer has given you a specific meal plan maybe just have a rethink they unless they are like a registered dietitian they shouldn't be really giving you a meal plan but um calorie counting and giving you macros and stuff yeah that's that's fine you know that's pretty generic um as long as it's not unrealistic you just go back to your smart goals and think is this actually sustainable long term because that is something that you want to be focusing on you don't want to be focusing on a 12 week fat loss challenge and you're going to be eating a thousand calories for 12 weeks because that's just un unsustainable and after that 12 weeks you're just going to be in a worse state than you were to begin with so moving on to the cons it does restrict no matter what people say even going by the if it fits your macros it does restrict i can remember i bought a big bag of popcorn once from tesco whilst i was in my kind of calorie counting um eating disorder phase and i looked at the back before i bought it i scanned it to make sure that i could have it and then I was like amazing I can have this whole bag of popcorn for like hardly any calories like 100 calories it was like that really low calorie popcorn I was like amazing it's sweet I can like have something as a dessert sort of thing it fits within my macros it's not making me go over on my carbs or whatever and so I got home we watched a film I had this bag of popcorn and then afterwards I was like how can I have this whole bag of popcorn for such little calories it's mad so I just thought I'll just have another look at the the back of the packaging and it was like per 33 grams and the bag was like 100 grams so that topped me over the edge <laughs> um just because I was restricting myself so much to a specific calorie goal that anything that went over just put me in a state of pure anxiety and it also kind of makes you look at food and label them as good and bad i really hate it when people say oh i had a bit of a naughty night last night and i had a pizza you didn't have a naughty night you just had a pizza like a pizza isn't good or bad yes it has less protein and more fats in but it's not a bad food like that kind of comes back to if it fits your macros that is kind of good in a sense calorie wise because you don't look at pizza good and bad but when you're very specific on um like a protein goal a mac a fat goal and a carbohydrate goal like labeling foods as good and bad just it, it just baffles me 
which is of course i i definitely did it when i was in that eating disorder phase i would look at certain food and be like oh that's really bad i shouldn't have that and i restricted myself so much to not have any of the bad stuff that by the end of the day i was craving the bad love doing bunny ears here by the way the bad stuff like cookies and cakes and biscuits and sweets and all that stuff i was craving it so much that i ended up binging on it which then again increased the anxiety for their me to purge and it was just a bad cycle so labeling foods as good and bad it's all just about mindset it's just changing your mindset towards food and it does become quite obsessive for some people it definitely did for me um calorie counting in itself you kind of sit there in bed and you plan out the next day worth of food and then you repeat the next day so you're laying in bed and, and that's kind of all you start thinking about is food when you can next have a meal what you actually i mean it's great like i said it's great for planning ahead but it does become very obsessive and it restricts you going on nights out and socializing with your friends and family just going around your parents for dinner for example like you would be worried that you haven't weighed the the chicken or the the beef that you're having with the potatoes and the veg you're all like guessing it and that does put a bit of a downer on the event which should be a nice happy enjoyable scenario and there are other ways of reaching your goals and eating without having to count calories so just remember that there are there definitely are other ways that you can get to your goals without having to be so obsessive and restrictive with calorie counting. Um, using my fitness pal, you know, it, it's a very popular app. I still have it on my phone. I, I can't remember the last time that I used it, but I pretty much just have it on my phone so that I can look at my clients who do track. I'd have a look at their meals and see how they're getting on. Um, as it just kind of made me have an anxiety towards foods, meals, alcohol, like I said, going to my family's house for dinner, it would it would literally make me so anxious that I would not enjoy it and then I would restrict the next day because I feel like I would had overate the day before. Which again, bad mindset towards food. I've also found a lot that when people do track there's a lot of feelings of guilt. So going back to the fact that if you went round to your parents' house you went around there for dinner, you had dessert, you think you probably went over on your calories, you feel guilty about going over on your calories, so then you restrict the next day. You shouldn't feel guilty about going over on your calories. Like You should just think, that was a really nice meal, I had a really nice time with my family, maybe I will just get back on it tomorrow, get back to my normal calories, do my movement, do my exercises, like going over by two, three hundred calories once in four weeks or so isn't going to ruin your progress. Like you're allowed to enjoy yourself. That's why it's a lifestyle. That's it's not a part time job. It is a lifestyle. And I find that a lot of people, they may actually struggle to stop tracking. Like I mentioned earlier, once you're in that phase of track, 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 the feeling of not tracking almost puts more anxiety into your daily life because you're worrying that you're overeating or you overeat because you think, oh, I'm not tracking it, so it doesn't matter. It, there are so many pros and cons 
I, I'm not for, and I'm not against it, if I'm being completely honest. You just have to do what works for you and your lifestyle and your mindset towards food. If it's giving you a, a negative, if it's negatively impacting your daily life, don't do it. But if you find you can do it and you can come off of it within 12 weeks and you're fine, then great, that's amazing. Really, you have to speak with your personal trainer or your online coach or just get some advice from someone that you know is a reliable source. Try not to just wing it. <laughs> I know when you put into my fitness pal, um, you put in like your age and your details and things like that, and it comes up with a calorie goal for you. That is so, so, so wrong. I don't think it's accurate at all. So do just bear that in mind. And I think if I put my details into my fitness pound now like my weight and my age and my target of what I want to achieve blah 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 it would probably come up with something along the lines of about 14 to 1500 calories which is so low considering I work shifts I move my body daily I work out you know I've got quite a high stress job I need more calories than that like working night shifts I need more calories than 1500 calories but some other people that might be okay. It really does come down to your needs, you want your goals and your lifestyle. I say that to all my clients. I don't pressure them into counting calories. If they think that it's gonna be beneficial for them and they can work with it, then perfect, great. If they don't, then we'll use other things. We'll look at focusing our goals on steps, focusing on a protein goal, focusing on just having three meals at least a day, a good hearty three meals if that's what works for them and that's what how their body and digestion works better if they're not really a snacker or if they are a snacker, then changing it again. You just have to think what works for you. And like I say, it's not a part-time job, it's a lifestyle, health and fitness. So do just keep that in mind. But that is pretty much everything for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do give it a like, a review and do follow my podcast. It really supports me and kind of lets me know what you guys want to see in the future. You can also find me on Instagram at coachedby underscore V if you want some more workout, nutrition and mindset tips. Do feel free to send me a DM and you can also click the link in my bio if you're interested in online coaching. You just have to click on the inquiry and fill out the form. But I hope you are all having a lovely day and I will see you in the next episode.